Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in every single person. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. There are so many gifts still unopened from your birthday. There are so many handcrafted presents that have been sent to you by God. The beloved doesn't mind repeating, everything I have is also yours. There are so many gifts, my dear, still unopened from your birthday. I would like to share with you a powerful true story that embodies this process of finding your voice. Several years ago, there was a central figure who transcended a childhood spent as a street urchin to become a reasonably successful writer with a nice home and a loving family. At the time of the story, however, he had developed writer's block. It seemed his creativity had turned off. His debts were mounting. He was under tremendous deadline pressure from the publisher. He was becoming more and more depressed. He began to fear that his own children would end up on the streets like so many he saw around like himself as a youth, particularly when his father was in debtor's prison. He was discouraged. He couldn't sleep. He began to spend his night walking the streets of London. He saw the poverty, the inhumane conditions of children working nights in the factories, the terrible struggle of parents trying to eke out a living for their families. Gradually, the full reality of what he was seeing began to hit him. The impact of selfishness and greed and those who would take advantage of others, an idea touched his heart and began to grow in his mind. There was something he could do that would make a difference. He turned to his writing with an energy and enthusiasm he had never known. The vision of contribution impassioned and consumed him. He no longer felt doubt or discouragement. He didn't worry about his own financial concerns. He wanted to get his story out to make it as inexpensive as possible to make it available to as many people as possible. His whole life had changed. He had truly found his voice. I want you to go and watch this amazing movie, Discovery of a Character. You will discover it for yourself. You will begin to inspire yourself by watching this amazing movie. 
The fears you are born with are few. As far as we know, humans are born with only two. The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. This makes perfect evolutionary sense because your mother swung through the branches you needed to have in you a hardwired impulse to hang one and a healthy fear of letting go. As your forebears made their way through alien territory, they needed to respond quickly and emphatically to the unexpected noises. Fear increases your chances of survival by preparing your body and mind for action, something known as a fight or flight response. This fear activates your ability to learn to identify patterns and thus prevents you from placing yourself in the same kind of situation again. This unique fight or flight response is still alive and well and functioning on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis. You need to understand circumstances. For example, when you're crossing a road, and a car is coming at you, this is not a time to use your education or your intellect. This mechanism doesn't calculate the speed of the car and divide it by the estimated distance from where you are to the safety zone. Almost at the speed of light, the blood is shunted away from your viscera and into your muscles to prepare them for a burst of action. At the same time, most activities hijacked away from the frontal cortex and into the hindbrain, that more primitive seat of memory, emotion and survival. You become strong in a crisis, sometimes far stronger than you have ever been before. However, you also become dumb. Without the moderating influence of the forebrain, your responses are likely to be reptilian. If something stands in the way of your survival and you cannot escape or defeat it, something has to give. You know, as society becomes more civilized, you try to suppress such responses as inappropriate and even pathological. If suppression doesn't work, you end up going to a doctor or therapist with anger issues, anxiety issues, depression or some of these conditions. Newer and trendier siblings, social phobia, low self-esteem or lack of self-worth. The real challenge we face at this point of our development are based on the fact that while we still need the fight or flight response, The news hasn't quite filtered down to the hindbrain. It doesn't always recognize that a run-in with the boss or a scowling partner is not the same thing as coming face to face with a hungry tiger or some other life or death threat. To put it simply, when the demands we face or at least we think we face exceed our perceived ability to cope, we experience stress. Now, as you think about stress, I want you to think about the carnival and the carousel in the carnival. You may or may not have noticed that excitement beginning from the deepest place in your gut when suddenly you are handed a free ticket to a carnival. Remember those times as a child. You may find that celebrations, those parades, street parties, people, awe, you know, those men in masks, quite entertaining. Sometimes people wear masks and sometimes they don't. But when they do wear those masks, it is liberating to watch them adopt a new identity and a new level of popularity that goes with this identity. One of the best things of the carnival is the carousal. You are all aware that it consists of a rotating circular arrangement 
with seats that are primarily mounted on horses or unicorns or any other animals. You could notice how these animals moves up and down as the carousel spins accompanied by a nice music which is mostly a country music. Some places the carousel rotates in clockwise direction and in some other it is counterclockwise direction. How would it feel when you are on a unicorn moving up and down while the plates of the carousel moves and there is music that makes you so happy? While you stay happy, I want you to understand how you have been this way all this time. The things that have kept you integrated as a whole and everything that triggers this state. While you think about this, I want you to notice how one arm is feeling lighter, indicating the freedom you get to enjoy today, how much fun you are having and how much more you can stand. You may or may not agree if I told you that if you are looking for roadblocks, you will most likely end up with it. Eventually, you will come to a deep understanding that when you get tired, you begin to do new things. And when you do new things, you start feeling new things. You might have noticed that as you go up and down through the carousel, a part of you feels terrified and hopeless and another part of you is excited and hopeful and while you do that I want you to place your hands on your thighs and squeeze your knees to remind you to spin the good feelings from the tip of your toe to the top of your head and find yourself feeling absolutely fantastic for no fucking reason and have a wide grin that spreads from one year to the other. <laughs>